This episode is brought to you by Dietz and Watson. Uh, Molly, it's time we have the talk about hot dogs. Oh, oh, okay. Well, hey, (laughs) I'm looking for a hot dog that's the real deal, Matthew. Like a classic hot dog that like when you think of like the platonic ideal of a hot dog, Mm -hmm. I recommend Dietz and Watson's Dietz Dogs. Ah, well, I've heard that they're handcrafted and made using only Dietz and Watson premium meat. I can vouch for this because Dietz and Watson sent us a big box of hot dogs and other delights. And wife of the show, Lori, and I had them for dinner last night. We had uh, the classic beef Dietz dogs with uh, toasted buns with sauerkraut and pickled jalapenos and Dietz and Watson ballpark style yellow mustard. Do you think you'd recommend Dietz and Watson hot dogs for fried rice? Oh, yeah. Fried rice with some sliced hot dogs. I'm going to be doing that soon. Wife of the show, Lori, is going to be making the hot dog flour buns from Christina Cho's cookbook, Mooncakes and Milk Bread. Very excited for this. Mm, And I'm especially pleased because Dietz and Watson does things the right way. So this means like no additives, no fillers, no artificial flavors, no cutting corners. You can feel good about this stuff. Dietz and Watson. It's a family thing since 1939. Shop now at Dietz slash the right way. That's Dietz, D-I-E-T-Z, and Watson.com slash the right way. This episode is brought to you by Thomas's Original Nooks and Crannies English Muffins. And you know what I did this morning? What did you uh, do? I toasted a Thomas's English muffin. I spread it with some mascarpone and then a layer of homemade rhubarb compote. Oh, it was the greatest. Oh my gosh. Did the did the English muffins still say stay crispy? Absolutely, especially that? that crispy around the edge. It's like oh, just on the edge of burnt part. but on the right side of it. Okay, well let's finish this ad so I can go eat one. Okay. So uh if you haven't already tried them, you have got to try Thomas's Nooks and Crannies English muffins. They are truly like no other. I'm Molly. And I'm Matthew. And this is Spilled Milk, the show where we cook something delicious, eat it all, and you can't have any. And today we're talking about goldfish crackers. Yep, the staple of my childhood. If you want to know how I got this way, look no further than goldfish crackers. Which which way in particular are you talking about? I'm going to leave that up to the individual listener. Oh, wow. So it's like like everybody has their own Molly. Yeah. And if you assemble all of our individual views, you get stuff like Frank and Molly. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, no, um, I grew up eating goldfish crackers. Oh, yeah, me too. The, I think just the original flavor. I think it was always cheddar in my house. Huh. I feel like I feel pretty certain that mine was original. I didn't even get original. It sounded it seemed too boring. Oh, thanks Sorry. a lot, dude. I mean, um, I'm not saying you're boring. Oh. Uh, anyway, yeah, I grew up eating these. So once again, Pepperidge Farm has not changed the packaging of these for a no. very long time. Unless you count the flavor blasted ones. <laughs> they, um, as with, I think we mentioned this in, in a previous episode in which we were eating like Milano cookies or something, that they still use this like paper bag situation. Yes. Anyway, I remember my mom buying these at Crescent Market, the grocery store that was fully carpeted and had free cookies. Do you remember? Wait, we've have talked we talked about, about this about the before. Fully carpeted grocery store fully before. Fully carpeted. My this mom. Is, my mom would go there. Week you you uh, like sublimated the the fact that I don't like cake. I think I forgot about this. Uh, I buried the memory of this carpeted grocery store I, because it's just too horrifying. I think we did a meatloaf episode or something, and I talked about the fact that my mother would go to the meat counter at Crescent 
Crescent Market to buy her meatloaf mix. Uh-huh. And now I'm imagining like raw meat falling onto the carpet. Well, I mean, it was fascinating. Yeah, it was carpeted in there. There was um, wood paneling on the walls. Wow. There was like a coffee station where you could go get like, you know, pour yourself a cup of free coffee. And there were always like those like Danish butter cookies in a tin sitting right there. I loved this wow. as a child. And I think that there was even like a taxidermied swordfish over what? the office door. <laughs> If I'm remembering correctly. Did it, did it ever sing a song? <laughs> I wish. What was I the, think that would have been about the right era do you for that. Do you remember the movie Spaceballs? Yes, I do. When the alien comes out of somebody's stomach and then goes off singing like, hello, my baby. Yes. Hello, my darling. Anyway. I imagine that's what the swordfish would do. Yeah, I think that's what, uh, that's probably one of the songs that the, the big mouth Billy Bass would actually sing. Yes. Anyway, um, yeah, so we would go to Crescent Market for some of our grocery shopping, and there were always goldfish in the cart. Yeah. Um, I definitely grew up on goldfish. Oh my God, wait, I have yes. a couple more memories oh, of Crescent Market. So at the other end of the store, <laughs> the other end of the Crescent, there was a fireplace. What? Are you talking uh, with about a, with like an old style sofa across from it with like, uh, like carved wood? This was arm, your aunt and uncle's arm house. Pieces. This was not there actually was, a supermarket. Hold up, hold up. There was a suit of armor, like propped up like on a stand, like a full on like knight costume, uh-huh. propped up by the fireplace. Did it sing? And as a ch- <laughs> as a child, this all seemed normal to me. Can that, you even imagine going into this place as a grown-up? Isn't that funny? Like, it seems like we probably all have some memories like this where like, yeah, that seemed totally normal when yeah, I was a kid. And where now that I'm a, go by our Malamars. That's completely nuts. Right. Like, what was the, a fireplace and a, a suit and a, of armor right. doing in the grocery store? I think you were having some sort of Bill and Ted excellent adventure. I remember going there all the time. In fact, I remember um, after I got my first training bra, uh-huh. when I was, I don't know, probably like 11 or something, I remember going to Crescent Market with my mom, and I remember walking down the aisle, like sort of surreptitiously lifting my arms to see if I had enough breast for the bra to not ride up. <laughs> Amazing. Crescent Market no longer exists. Uh, Well, I mean, the giant energy company to to, like maintain all that shit. The giant energy company, Chesapeake Energy, that has pretty much bought up all of my hometown. Uh They bought up Nichols Hills Plaza, where Mm. Crescent Market was, and I think they closed the place down. Oh. I know. I I wonder what they did with the suit of armor. Yeah. I mean,. to be fair, I think if you if what you want is to get a secondhand suit of armor, <laughs> probably that wouldn't be too hard to do. Yeah. <laughs> okay. the, I mean, the shipping might be might be costly. Yeah. Okay. Well, so anyway, we got, I wait, got, what about your memory lane? So Goldfish, I really think, was always synonymous with the cheddar flavor when I was growing up. And I I would I didn't look into this at all. I don't know if you did. Um, like, which is the best selling flavor? Because I would have guessed that it is cheddar. I would guess that it's original. Interesting. Okay, we may need to we may need to revisit this topic. Really? Do we have to, or do we really care? <laughs> Maybe someone will, will go to Facebook.com slash Spilled Milk Podcast and, and uh, supply some evidence. You know, the really some tricky data. thing about, about it, the- They are tricky to open. Yeah, because, yes. so it's a paper bag. It's lined with like a thinner foil bag. It's folded over at the top, and you undo the fold, and then you have to sort of pry apart the two sides and it of always the bag, kind which of shreds. Together. It does kind of shred. Okay, so- we're we're gonna be eating a whole bunch of goldfish here on the show. Yep. These are so small. God, my <laughs> well, my hands used to be much smaller, and these seemed bigger. So 
in Seattle, and now mm. probably mm. we're gonna have to like pause and look this up. Mm-hmm. But in Belltown, mm. maybe we. Maybe we did used to buy cheddar because this tastes familiar to me. In Belltown, uh, there is a bar where you can order like a uh, an order of goldfish to go with your cocktails, and the goldfish is, are like served in like a long, fancy-looking dish, and and uh, it's like two or three dollars for an order of goldfish. Mm-hmm. It's such a great thing to eat in a bar. Mm. Okay, can I tell you a little bit of the history of these? Oh, yes, please. So they were introduced in 1958, and they were invented by Oscar J. Cambly of the Swiss Biscuit Company, Cambly. So wait, when you say the Swiss, like in Switzerland? Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yep. Swiss He biscuit. made them as a birthday present for his wife, <laughs> who was a Pisces. So oh. he shaped the crackers like fish. Is there any historical evidence of how she responded to this present? <laughs> yeah, great. Thanks, thanks again, Oscar. Mm-hmm. When um, so so at some point not long after, the founder of Pepperidge Farm, the American snack food company, her name was Margaret Rudkin. Oh, that's good. Isn't that a good last name? She like fell in love with these goldfish crackers, and she started making them at Pepperidge Farm. Uh, in theory, I guess, with the approval of the Cambly Company. So, oh, so this was a product. It wasn't just something that he made for his wife's well, birthday. Well, he made it. He, he invented it okay. for his wife's birthday, and and then I guess he started marketing it. And Margaret Rudkin of Pepperidge Farm tried it, and then she was like, "Oh my God, we should sell these in the states." And yeah. they were first launched by Pepperidge Farm in the U.S. in 1962. Okay. And um, in the UK, they are sold under the name Finns with a Z. Really? Mm-hmm. And in Switzerland, the original goldfish flavor is marketed under the brand name Goldfischli. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure my pronunciation was spot on. It was on. perfect, yeah. Anyway, so when we were kids, Matthew, I feel like only the like classic flavors existed. Yeah, like, like Parmesan, plain, and cheddar maybe maybe pretzel i think the pretzel existed i don't know no no well i don't yeah no i don't know i'm not sure did you have any particular way that you would eat them like did you pop them in your mouth whole did you like bite off the tail did you bite off everything but the tail like i would definitely pop them in my mouth whole like like i do with all fish (laughs) Mm -hmm. they're really these cheddar ones are really good yes they're great did we try them on our cheese crackers episode i bet we probably did Mm mm-hmm I think we may have done two cheese cracker episodes mm-hmm. unintentionally. So now they sell them not only in these like, hold on, I've got so much. So much starch. So much like um, masticated yep. cheddar goldfish stuff. The starch in my is molars. gelatinizing in your mouth. So not only do they have these original flavors, but they added colors. Yeah, we've got the the rainbow colored ones. Yeah, which apparently the colors are like sourced from plants, like beets and stuff. I mean, who cares? What about the blue? Which plant is the blue sourced from? I mean, it, it's not like you're going to get vitamins out of this. No, it's um, just it's just to reassure parents that it's not artificial colors. Anyway, now they also make a whole grain line. Yep. They also make an organic line because, of course, oh, didn't see those. They make graham crackers. Yeah, I did. I did see the graham cracker ones. They seemed so different from what I think of as yeah. a goldfish cracker. There's like s'mores flavor. I know. There's like weird, like vanilla cupcake. You know flavor. what that is? That's that's like a misshapen Teddy Graham. It is. It is. I'm pretty sure they're just rejects from the Teddy Graham factory. Exactly. Yes. Anyway, they also have a special edition at all times. Right now, it is oh. princess themed. 
What? And the only thing I can <laughs> is really it princess tell flavored? is well, the only thing I can really tell is just that it's pink. I I hate this. I know. Uh, but uh, Matthew, I'm really excited that today we're also going to be tasting the flavor Wait. blasted. Yes, line. the princess ones. Like, uh, can you think of some princesses? <laughs> There's like Princess Anne. Mononoke. Princess Mononoke. Up, up, um. Well, it's like it's like when you buy a bag of Skittles and they're all different fruit flavors. I assume the Princess Goldfish crackers are all flavored like different princesses. What do you think if they I took the personal? Because you know we all have a personal smell. What do you think if they were able to isolate the personal smell of these princesses and like package it in a cracker? What is in it for the princess? Because I think <laughs> you would have to pay a lot for that, and princesses already have money. Yeah. Um, yes. But I mean, no. I guess like you know, if you're like a like. I guess Fergie's not a princess. Neither, neither Fergie. No, no. <laughs> That's a, a duchess. duchess. A duchess. Um, uh, yes, I'm going to say yeah. They're probably working on maybe yes. No, that that is what the princess goldfish product is. Yeah, I it's bet. isolated uh, essence of princess. Yes, I can't believe we couldn't think of more princesses. I know. Well, uh, it wait, seems like uh, they're not princesses anymore. It seems like they're all duchesses. How about Anastasia? Who's she? The the last the the um, heiress of the of the Romanov dynasty. Oh. Okay, uh, what about, isn't there somebody like in Monte Carlo or something? Oh, Princess Grace of yes. Monaco? Mm-hmm. Yes. We can What's think the of a difference lot between of Monaco princesses. and Monte Carlo? I think Monte Carlo is the capital of Monaco. Hmm. Is that possible? Maybe, maybe. If it's, if it's not possible, we're going to hear about it. I've been there. You've been to Monte Carlo? Yeah, just really briefly, like, did you, doing like a road trip with my parents. Because, you, you know, every road trip yeah. winds up in Monte Carlo at some point. <laughs> Four um, corners. Was, That's one of the four corners. I was 17, and it's actually a pretty bad memory because my parents were arguing a lot on that no. trip, and I, I remember doing some pretty dark journaling. Um, but did you did you then like work out your your feelings at the craps table? No, I think I I walked to dinner like ten yards behind my parents and wouldn't talk to I, them. I have no conception of what Monte Carlo is like other than just a big casino. I remember lots of sunshine. I remember a big plaza. I remember palm trees. Oh yeah, that seems plausible. Um, yeah, I, I don't I don't know. Wow, if you had asked me to guess whether or not you had been to Monte Carlo, I would have guessed no. Well, I am full of surprises. This episode is brought to you by Left Field Farms. Left Field Farms is a refreshing new dairy brand founded on a left field thought. Just let the cow do its thing, man. This is this is the kind of thing that I really care about when I'm buying milk. Yeah, you may have heard the expression, don't have a cow, man. Do have a cow do have if a it's cow. from Left Field Farms exactly. and producing delicious milk. So Left Field Farms really goes the extra mile to care for their cows. They've got plenty of shade, plenty of water. They have non-GMO feed, means they produce more wholesome non-GMO milk. These cows are free to just be cows. Yeah, if you go visit Isn't Left Field Farms. that what we Farm, all want? Yeah, it's like a cow spa. These are some seriously chill cows. Yes, that's we, <laughs> what we all want is just to be free to be the cow that we are. <laughs> exactly. Uh, the, the, another cool thing is that Leftfield Farm partners with family farms, so you can really trace the milk back to where it came from. Yeah, this is milk that you can feel good about. And, you know, all that stuff makes for happy cows, and happy cows make delicious milk and coffee creamer. Mm-hmm. Wonderful things come out of Left Field. So next time you're in the dairy aisle, take a fresh look and choose Left Field Farms. <laughs> 
This episode is brought to you by HelloFresh. HelloFresh is a meal kit delivery service. It does all the shopping and planning for you, sends you your pre-measured ingredients and a recipe, and all you have to do is cook and eat and enjoy. Well, guess what? I got some HelloFresh. Me too. I made presto pesto panko chicken. Which, which I want to say three times fast. Yes, presto, presto pesto, pesto panko, panko chicken. chicken. Presto pesto panko chicken. Which, aside from being super fun to say, was it was fun to unpack. It comes in a bag with all of the ingredients you need, mm-hmm. a perfect portioned out, comes with a recipe card to tell you exactly how to make it. It took mm-hmm. 30 minutes start to finish. It was fun. It like took all the stress. Like I didn't have to think it's during the day. It's basically like paint by numbers, yes. but it's for cooking. But it's you real get to cooking. Eat it. Like, you know, I, you know, there was chopping. I got to make my kid chop stuff and prep stuff. Uh, you know, just threw it in the oven, roasted potatoes, green salad, everything is included, and it was delicious. You can get $30 off your first week of HelloFresh by going to HelloFresh.com slash SpilledMilk30 and enter the code SpilledMilk30, all one word. That's HelloFresh.com slash SpilledMilk30, offer code SpilledMilk30 for $30 off your first week of HelloFresh. Can I share with you my favorite flavor blasted flavor names? Please do. So explosive pizza. Right here. Which is what you have here. I'm it, super excited has to try anybody it. ever I mean, I think I think this is this is like a tongue in cheek thing. Like they know that nobody looks at the name explosive pizza and doesn't think about diarrhea, right? That's not what I thought of. Really? Yeah. Fine, it's just me. Okay. Uh monstrous mozzarella stick. Oh, that sounds good. Mm-hmm. Piping fishies. <laughs> with four, with four T's and and dashes between them. Is that supposed Piping to be Piping a- hot t- 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 fishies? Is that supposed to be a reference to something? I have no idea, is, but it- look at it. I got this right off the Pepperidge Farm website. Is it just like a like a spicy goldfish? That sounds good. Kick it up a nacho. <laughs> Great. That must be an emerald flavor. The the spicy fishies, I imagine, would be a lot like uh, hot and spicy Cheez-Its. Do you mean the piping hot to Piping hot to fishies? Yes. Actually, I think I got that off of Wikipedia. Oh, so it could have been an absolute fabrication. Well, no. Like that British comedy, absolutely fabricated. I think that, like Pop-Tarts, there have been a lot of retired goldfish flavors. Oh, yeah, retired goldfish. That's what what my parents told me happened to our goldfish. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, they they moved to, to Boca Raton. <laughs> Gated community. Uh-huh. Okay, hold They're on. They're having let's, a great time. Let's start eating these things. Please. Okay, cheese plate-wise, I think we start with Parmesan. Okay, I mean, I've already been eating the cheddar, That's but I fine. guess you're right. So did you know that since 1997, they've been putting a small imprint of an eye and a smile on these? But was... Matthew, here's the weird thing. They only put it on 40%. Of the crackers. Huh. What What the hell? Why 40%? Yep, sure enough. I just picked up two goldfish, and one of them has the face, and one, I never knew this. I, I did know that, that it was introduced sometime after I was no longer a child, but I didn't know that they weren't doing it on all of them. Um, and now they have a slogan that says, the snack that smiles back, goldfish. I like that. Oh, I like these Parmesan ones. Yeah, they're good. Wow. These are super good. How have I never had these? They taste like something else. So my my daughter eats goldfish for snack like pretty much every day. And it's always just uh, cheddar. Mm-hmm. So so I just always buy the cheddar. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do Are we going to eat any cheddar or do we know enough about cheddar? I think we know. Well, here's whole grain cheddar. Oh, it's, we, oh okay. Like, I want to see if it tastes yeah. different. Oh, these, oh, it certainly these looks look different. different. Hmm. Crunchier. 
Mm. Less tender. They're um, actually quite different from the non-whole grain cheddar. I like them, though. Wow, they have a real wheat flavor. Mm-hmm. I feel like usually whole grain crackers are just like like fancied up regular crackers. It tastes exactly the same and have the oh, same nutritional content. Um, no, these are these are an exceptional cracker. What do you think? Do you like it? I like it. It bites back or smiles back <laughs> or whatever. Does it bite back and give you like one of those weird pedicures? Oh, like the yeah, the little the uh, fish the nibble on your feet. I did that once. Have you ever done that? You did. I've yes. never done it. Tell me about oh, it. Oh, it's it's exactly as weird as you you does would it imagine. Tickle? It does. I don't think anyone should do this. I think it's probably not dang- like a health risk and not nice to the fish. But it was there, so I did it. Yeah, it feels like a bunch of fish are nibbling on your foot. Oh, surprising. Um, but yeah, it's very like tickly and like. <laughs> That's that's the sound I made. Did Lori do it too? Uh huh. How did she like it? She liked it. Um, Iris did it too. It was it was a whole family affair. Wow. Where did you do it? In Japan, of course. <laughs> okay. Here we've got the colors. So are the the colorful ones also cheddar or are they plain? They're cheddar. Oh, okay. Do they taste any different? Mm, looks like they're dyed with like beet extract. I think these absolutely do taste different. They do. Ew. Oh, the beet one. Look, as as a as a noted local DJ, I know beets. And hmm. these kind of taste like beets. They do kind of taste like beets. So they've got beet juice concentrate, turmeric extract, huito juice Wait, what? concentrate. Wait, what? Huito. What? What what word are you saying? H U I T O. Do you know what this is? No. And also watermelon juice concentrate. I have never heard that word before. Oh, God. It's made with smiles and all those things. Oh, I could taste that. Mm-hmm. I don't feel great about these colors. Maybe they are more nutritional than I expected. But that's not what I'm looking for in a cracker. I'm looking at huito juice. Uh, the juices of huito fruits have a clear coloration. However, on coming in contact with human skin, it undergoes chemical reaction and turns into a dark blue shade. Oh, my God. Maybe that's what makes the green ones in here, because maybe by the time you mix together the kind of orangey yellow of cheddar and the blue dye of the huito extract, and then you put a bunch of human hands in there. Yeah. They turn green. Oh, you think you think maybe before you put your hand into the bag, they were actually just clear. <laughs> uh, so no, the- I was thinking that... Oh, they bu- mix the, the dough with oh, human hands. Oh, yes. They <laughs> just throw a few human hands <laughs> into the mixer. Um, the unripe fruit of G. Americana, which is the huito fruit, yields a liquid used as a dye for tattoos, skin painting, and as an insect repellent, and apparently also in this food. Hmm. Okay, I don't feel great about the goldfish colors. I don't either. I think it's like a weird... Um, it's like it reminds me of the whole like deceptively delicious thing. Oh, you know, it's like I forgot let's, all about let's that. Sneak some vegetables into your favorite snack food. Only you're gonna notice it <laughs> a lot. Okay, what do we have here? This is flavor blasted extra cheddar. God, I've never had a flavor blasted one. This is a this is a monumental mm. thing. Hmm. Sort of Doritos tending. Except, not very good. Hmm. What do you think? No, I, I don't like it as much as the regular They've cheddar. Got, like, cheese powder. It is them. definitely powdery. Mm-hmm. I don't object to cheese powder. I mean, I would still eat these pretty happily. Mm-hmm. I feel like. Yeah. I feel like I could I could get up on a number of these while drinking a glass of red wine. 
Yeah, we should go to that bar that I said I was going to look up. Or gonna... we could just open a bottle of red wine right here. That's that's true. I do have a bottle of red wine. Should we do this? Great. It's 9.53 a.m. Uh-huh. I was going to open it today to use in a stew anyway. Uh, no, I really don't want any red <laughs> wine right now. I'm All right. joking. I'll just drink straight from the bottle then. Okay. Hold on. So let's move on to, we have our last two flavors. Yep. Oh my God, hold on. I'm going to yawn. Okay, wait. While you're while you're yawning, I'm gonna pause the show. I'm gonna see if I can figure out what the name of this bar is because it seems really unfair to say there's a bar <laughs> and then not say what it is. Okay, I'm gonna open the pretzel ones because I do remember having these as a kid. My family never bought them, but other people's families did. Oh boy, I really mangled the inside of this bag. Okay. So Okay, well, I haven't found the name of the bar yet, but I have found a uh, an article from 2011, Complaints Forced Tacoma Bar to End Goldfish Racing. Oh. Yeah, I'm not I'm not supporting goldfish racing. It sounds cruel. Huh. These pretzel ones are they're like okay, but I just feel like I'd buy a different pretzel first. Plus it seems like the eyes and smiles don't really take on a pretzel because they Oh, that's interesting. They puff so much. Sort of. Hmm. What do you think? Hmm. You know where I want to eat these? On an airplane. Yeah, that would While be good. While I'm drinking my airplane red wine. Mm-hmm. Okay, I, I haven't found this bar yet. This may be this may be a losing battle here, but I'm gonna I'm gonna try. I'm gonna yelp it up. I'm yelping my way over to Belltown. Rob Roy. It's Rob Roy. Oh, the Rob Roy. Oh my gosh, Rob Roy makes great cocktails. And they have goldfish. Oh my at god. Least at one time. You know what? Um, we're gonna have uh, a spilled milk staff meeting one night soon. Yeah. Maybe we should go for drinks at the Rob Roy. Oh, but then it's not really near any place where I want to eat. Mm. And you're all invited. Yeah, you're all invited, but we're not going to tell you what <laughs> night it is. No. Okay. So hold on. The last one we've got is explosive diarrhea. Uh. <laughs> explosive pizza. Ugh. Oh, man. These are explosively colored. Mm-hmm. Also very powdery. I guess uh, uh, like the extreme mm. flavor blasted equals powdery. Oh, my God. These taste like the, the Jersey salad croutons at Delancey. There's a lot oh, of, these are great. There's a lot of garlic powder mm-hmm. in here. Some oregano. These would be great just in a salad. Oh, my God. These are delicious. Oh, these are so trashy. Mm-hmm. This they, tastes like a New Jersey pizzeria. Yeah. There's, there's like tomato powder, garlic powder. Um, Oregano. Yep. Oh, I love these. Paprika extract. God, they're horrible. Onion powder, celery. The, when would you want to eat these, though? They're so trashy. I feel like this is um, Super Bowl food. What do you know about Super Bowl food? Let's hear all of it. I've been really enjoying the Super Bowl in the last, like, five years mm-hmm. or so. I really, really like the food. Yep. Like what besides goldfish? Nachos. Mm-hmm. I really like nachos. I really I really enjoy beer. I also like a good shandy. Oh. We should do we should do a, a Super Bowl fooding tailgating. Yeah, food it's too bad episode. that the Super Bowl has already happened this year. It has? Yes. Okay. Um when do they usually do that? It's usually in January. Okay. Or early February. I think it's January. But anyway, um, wow, these are really tasty, but I don't know when I would eat them. I mean, I'm going to eat the rest of this bag. Oh, cool. And then I probably won't buy them again. <gasps> Matthew, you have, uh, you know what? I read an article in the New Yorker recently about stink bugs. And there's one, and there's one there's here? There's one in your apartment. Oh, a, great. A marmorating stink bug. 
a what? You keep saying words that aren't words. No, that's a real word. It, 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 there's a whole article in The New Yorker about how swarms of stink bugs have taken over buildings and things like that in various parts of the country. And oh, they're slowly working their way west. Oh, I saw one of these and the other it's day. A, it's a brown marmorating stink bug. So it's not, that's not a cockroach? That's not a cockroach. Oh. That's a stink bug. It's got a shield-shaped thing on its back. What? And do, what, I, I want to ask what marmorating means, but I think probably I don't want to know. What you want to do is you want to like trap it, don't squash it, because yeah. it gives off a smell that also alerts other stink bugs <sighs> to come. And you want to get rid of it. What does marmorating mean? I'm not sure. Okay. But anyway, look it up. This article in the New Yorker I will, don't will know. absolutely I, you, I already now, terrify you. I know you. much, much more about this than I wanted to know, and I don't want to go learn more. Okay, fine. Like, oh my God, they're so like they're. There's nothing wrong with them. They don't bite or anything. They just they they will replace us. Great. Can we move <laughs> to a different <laughs> <Town>. planet? <laughs> this episode was brought to you by Left Field Farms. A refreshing new dairy brand founded on a left field thought. Just let the cow do its thing. Yep. Their cows eat non-GMO feed for a simpler, less processed diet. Yep. Uh, they get plenty of shade, plenty of water, and an environment where they're free to be a cow. Yeah, and all of this makes for delicious milk and coffee creamer. So next time you're in the dairy aisle, take a fresh look and choose Left Field Farms. The one other thing that I want to say that I learned uh-huh. about goldfish. Yeah, which I'm definitely paying attention to and not having original stink bug Original nightmares. goldfish crackers are also labeled soup crackers. And oh. Pepperidge Farm says this is not because of the fish shape. It's not because they are soup. <laughs> it's because they're similar in flavor and texture to oyster crackers, which are usually eaten in soup. Okay, that makes sense. Wait a minute. Is the original flavor just like an oyster cracker? cracker? It's it's I, not cheese. It, they're all cheese flavored. No, the original is not cheese flavored. Oh, okay. Well, then I grew up with cheddar. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we got to the bottom of this. Yeah. Oh my God, I want to trap this stink bug so you, bad. I want you to because I don't want to do it. I'm too scared. Oh, I love trapping okay. bugs. So, Did I uh, tell you about last summer when I had a uh, hornet's nest outside my living room? I, wait, all your stories and, here. And anyway, I had to get an exterminator out there. I mean, and you there's like are a sliding door creator. to my deck from the, the living room. And anyway, as the exterminator was coming and going to, you know, exterminate uh-huh. this hornet's nest, like... Two dozen or more hornets got into my living room and I trapped them all one by one under a drinking glass and released them outside. I'm going to go hide under and my I blanket, but there might be bugs under there. Um, when I was a kid, there was once a uh, a wasp nest uh, like in like inside like a rock wall up oh, our driveway. Yeah. And it was so it was like. Don't go over there. And then, like, the exterminator came and got rid of it. But I still never, ever wanted to go over there. Yeah. You still don't go over there, do you? <laughs> no, because it's, it's it's hundreds in- of miles away. <laughs> right. As um, it should be. Okay. okay. We are going to end this episode so that Molly can trap this bug. And, uh, like, I've, can you just stick around permanently to save me from future bugs? Well, I'm scared some of them are going to, like, lay their eggs in my bags and oh stuff. And God. then I'm going to take them. <laughs> Um, all right. So uh, okay. that was our that was our last episode on Earth. Um, <laughs> you can find us online and on Mars at spilledmilkpodcast.com where 
I don't know. We'll we, probably link to this this article about stink bugs that I'm not going to read. Okay, cool. Uh, I mean, it is an incredible article. I'm sure. I'm sure the I think it's research. It's Catherine Schultz. Great. I'm sure. I'm sure it's a very well written and researched piece that I'm never going to read. Okay. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com/slash/spilledmilkpodcast. What infestations are you experiencing? Let us know. Uh, <laughs> You can find us on uh, Instagram at Spilled Milk Podcast, where I guess we'll post a picture of a scary bug. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to Spilled Milk. Ah! <laughs> I'm Molly Weisenberg. And I was Matthew Amster Burton. I don't know if I can open the bag. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.